Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Year Is, a new comedy podcast where each episode we travel back in time and talk about the craziest, most interesting, and weirdest events from a year in history. Red and Bobby. I am comedian Red Richardson, and I have a 2-2 in history from the 72nd best university in the whole of the UK. And I'm comedian Bobby Mayer, and I read a lot of Wikipedia. This episode, we're going all the way back to 1986 to look at some of the weirder, more interesting events that took place in that year. Bobby Mayer. That I was the weird event that took yeah, place that year I was were, born. Which was January the 5th, 1986. You, you, I don't know your birthday. January the 30th, 1989. You were not born in 1989. I was, yeah. You look older than me. I don't. Yeah, I think anybody who, if you're listening, Red definitely looks older or than me. Or alternatively, you can watch on YouTube and see that I don't look older than him uh, and comment below. But we'll, we'll do a poll later on. Uh, that's beside the point. No, but Red, how old do you think you look? 25, oh, yeah. 20. If I, if I uh, attacked you in the street and you had to say to the police, what, what would you, how would you describe how it looked? And, and don't be mean. A 40-year-old man <laughs> who looks... I, I, if Pablo Escobar was dug up and given cake is how I would describe you. It just shoved into him. You're three years younger than me. Yeah, I am, yeah. That does explain, like, why I just seem a lot more mature than you. What, because I look older than you? No, because you are younger than me, obviously. I Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't feel it's like that at all, but it's okay. Uh, do you, wh- How old do you think you look? Uh, 28. <laughs> <laughs> Why, how old do I you're look? You're a crack cocaine 28. <laughs> Listen, just, I think that's actually, are you making reference? Yes, I was a crack baby. Were you actually? Yeah. Well, ni- uh, 1986, I suppose that's pre-epidemic. Well, I don't know if it was crack, but there was a lot going on. Oh, there was something for sure. Like, uh, if you don't know, I'm adopted. And there was a lot going on in my biological mother's body, I think, when I was, I was just brewing with some fun stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was really, I was brewed in a way most humans aren't brewed. No, you came out ready to party. But I was three months premature. So, I mean, if I would have lived another, if I would have... I, I did live. I'm not a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a podcast with a ghost. Ooh. Wait, so you were, you were born at six months old? I was six. I was born at six months old. Not six months. I mean, you were <laughs> yeah, born I'm Benjamin at, Button. Born. I was born an old man, Red. <laughs> a six-month baby. Uh, you were yeah, born, I was born. So yeah. you're three months premature? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And what, what do they do? They must have put loads of food in you. And so what do they do? They put loads of food in me. Well, how do they keep you I alive? really never want you to have to take care of a premature baby. <laughs> Red, what are you doing with that premature baby? I'm shoving food into it. It needs to get strong. I made it a sandwich. That's what my little brother said when uh, my sister had a baby. He was, he was, the baby was crying. He said, do you want me to make it a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I had no teeth. <laughs> it could suck on the bread. It's yeah, not a yeah, bad I'll, idea. I'll make it a panini. <laughs> I get where he's coming from. Yeah, no, fair enough. So you're born three months premature. You come out kicking and screaming. Yes. Uh, what did the nurse say? 
I, I, I don't remember that. What kind of a question is that? What did the nurse say? She said, oh, he looks like he's done some crack. <laughs> I don't think nobody says that. Even though they, they probably knew my mother was going to be up for adoption. Nobody wants the only memory they're going to have with a child. The nurse looking at the baby and saying, wow, that baby looks like it smoked some crack. Anyways, you're not going to raise it. Peace. Yeah, no, fair enough. So uh, that was, yeah, that's a big event. And it's a good starting ground. It is a good start to the year, definitely. Well, this is enough. You were born, uh, due to my research for the podcast, you were born in the same year Mike Tyson became heavyweight champion of the world. Okay. At the age of 20. Yeah. What were you doing at 20? I just learned that Mike Tyson is 20 years older than me. Yeah. It's good maths. Well done. Thank uh, you. What, what were you doing at 20? I don't know, stand-up comedy. I was pretty good at it. I think I, Have you already started? I, in a way, I was the Mike Tyson of stand-up comedy at that point, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> the, the champion of yeah, comedy. The champion of the world. <laughs> Unhinged, but brilliant yeah. in, the, in the... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 20 years old. When he was 12 years old, I looked into it, he, he weighed uh, as much as I do now. And wow. was taller than me. That's a fat 12-year-old. <laughs> well, he, he, was, he was ripped. It was all muscle. Oh, I see. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The fact that at some point there was a 12-year-old who was way more ripped than you are now is great. Did you ever get to see him fight? Uh, yeah, I watched him fight Lennox Lewis in 2001. I wasn't there. I just watched it. <laughs> I, so I meant, did you see him fight live? Not Have you ever watched him on YouTube? Oh, no, I've, I've watched him, yeah. No, I never saw him fight live because I would have been 10. Yeah, well, that would be a good thing for a 10-year-old yeah, yeah, to do. Yeah. So while you were lying in hospital, Mike Tyson is, is knocking people out and putting them in hospital. He was, uh, yeah, tw- 20 years old, so you just started stand-up comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and w- when did you start? When you were 19? I, I did start when I was 19. So you've been going a year? Yeah, so I'd been in comedy. He'd been in boxing about a year, too, so we were about equals, I would say. No, he started very young. He started like 12. He was adopted by a boxing trainer. Yeah, well, that's luck. I wasn't yeah. adopted by a clown. <laughs> by, by a magician. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that same leg up yeah. that Mike Tyson did by being adopted by... <laughs> Bill Cosby adopted me when I was yeah. 10. And that, was probably, that gives you different issues. Yeah, taught me his punchlines. Yeah, no, exactly. You love boxing, though, don't I you? I do, yeah. Is, I, do you think... Is Tyson your favourite boxer? No, Muhammad Ali is the obvious one. Yeah, but Tyson's more fun to watch than Ali. I don't know. It depends what you like, you know? I like fast knockouts where it looks like someone's going to (laughs) die. Oh, my God. Don't you? Yeah, That's what we all want. We all just want... You just... We all watch. Well, I went and saw live the other day, and uh, not the other day, I saw recently, um, Joshua Usyk fight. This guy in the first fight got punched, fell over, and was, like, shaking, and suddenly I felt bad about paying to do this. Yeah, I guess seeing on TV, you feel disconnected when you're in the room. No, when you're actually there, it's and you see the stretches come out and stuff, and you go, Ugh. How was it being amongst the boxing fans? It was horrific. It was uh, 68,000 of the worst people I think you could get in the world in, in one place. So it was like loads of... Uh, I was walking to the stadium, and there's like thousands of people. I got abused on the train on the way there. Did you go alone? No, I went with my wife. Uh, I bought the tickets for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this to you before, but what a bowling ball gift. That is a classic Homer Simpson birthday <laughs> present. Hey, sweetie, I know what you'd love to go to see boxing live I bought for me your haircut. birthday. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she loves the boxing. So um... Yeah, I'm buying my wife golf clubs this year. <laughs> Men's golf clubs. Let's say Bobby Mayer yes. on them. No, it's uh, no. So we were, I got abused on the train. People started singing a song about me. <laughs> wait, wait, what? You say that like it's so normal. What song did they say? Whose people? These, do, who these, were they? These horrific elderly men, about 50, 60. Um, a group of them were staring at 50 me. 50 or 60 of them? No, they were 50 and, 50, about 50 to 60 years old. Okay. Uh, I could have taken them. Uh, easy. How many were there? Uh, five. And what were, so they looked at you. Did they say anything before they started well, so singing? Well, they were looking at me and then Rosie, my wife said, oh, I think those guys recognize you from comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie is too supportive. I know. And so I was like, I don't think so. Um, and then, uh, and then they, they started going, Oh, Pablo wears white socks and shouting Pablo wears white socks. And then they made a song out of it. And well, I sat there and I tried to like go, oh, very funny. Cause wait, he, do you, we need to hear the song. He's like, Pablo wears white socks. Was it to the tune of anything? Uh, it was to the, I can't remember the fucking tune, but 
I can't remember, but they had a they had a song. They probably used to making up songs about people on the train. That sort of people. You think that's their hobby? No, yeah, they're just they're just pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) What did? What did Rosie do? Did she sing along? She she was like, oh no, she didn't sing along. <laughs> yeah, she she got up, made out with one of them, threw a beer at me, and then, and then they stabbed you. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't seen her since. No, they uh, they they shouted that and they started uh, uh, chanting, "Sell us some cocaine." And that's because you look like. Well, it's just because I got the tash. So they think you are. No, they just it's they don't. It's not even like a respectful. It's not thing. a Pablo Escobar thing. It's not. Well, it's, it's just. I just, think it's clear. It's clearly in reference to Pablo Escobar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't mean it in a, like a cool way. They, Red, no one thinks that they mean it in a cool way. That is not, not what I'm saying. Okay, I thought it was a, a, a <laughs> sign of respect. Like you look like a former billionaire. Yeah, <laughs> former. Actually. I mean, you look like someone who made billions of pounds. Yeah, which I don't know. I think he probably made U.S. dollars though. Yeah, made all sorts of uh, different types of currencies, but yeah. So I got off. I got off the uh, got off the train after that because I tried to like be you know go um, and uh, smile at them yeah. to uh, to like go oh yeah good joke you know acknowledge it and uh, and then this guy was like oh they're, they're, he's smiling at you and the guy started glaring at me so they're like they didn't want the joke you know what i mean like they they, they wanted you to mock you and then beat you up they wanted me to sit there and stare at the floor and take the mocking without because i just thought oh I'll defuse the situation by being like <laughs> you guys are so funny you fucking and then, Arsons, but they just weren't having that at all so we got off the uh, the train i don't know what i was thinking i i had this vision of me going and like sitting in a stadium and just sort of watching this event in a pleasant... I don't know what I thought was... But we got out and there's just crowds of people walking down the street to Tottenham Stadium. There's this guy walking along with a packet of Coke, snorting it off his key as he walked. Just ev- like everyone who'd won a fight in secondary school had snorted two grams of Coke, put on their best shirt and then come out to, to watch two athletes go at it. That's how they should pitch boxing yeah 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 <laughs> it was a but so you sort of think um because i've been to football games before and football is a percentage of that but then a lot of it is um like adults with their children and stuff like that and this was just the worst guys from all the all the sports there ready to go do you think they were the worst guys just because they a few of them made fun of you. Are you, no, are you no, judging no. a crowd of 70,000 people it, because you were mocked? It didn't start my day right, you know? It wasn't so, the start of your day. It was like 10 at night. No, but I mean, in the day is in the, that event. It didn't start the event. And then how was it once you were in the stadium? It was horrible. I have vertigo, which uh, I don't think it's the correct word for fear of heights apparently it was just that's not what vertigo means <laughs> yeah but everyone thinks it means that so i'm just i'm you know no one thinks it means that that's not what vertigo means vertigo means you feel, feel like everything's spinning around you 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 have a fear of heights well there was a film by alfred hitchcock called vertigo which is about fear of heights okay and everyone got on with that. i think that's true i might be wrong but um that's why everyone thinks it's called vertigo okay most people so i we were high up in the stadium <laughs> And I'm blind, so you I couldn't didn't see. Even, so you didn't even buy your wife good tickets. The good tickets, like eight grand. So what you bought? You bought, bought her the, the shittiest tickets. Uh, Two fifty all in. And you don't need to. You, you don't need to brag about the price of your wife's <laughs> birthday present. Yeah, I do, because I need her to come back. But no, I. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, he's sorry. <laughs> I I went there. Went, we had to go up high, so I was like shitting myself because the high and. All these, like, you know, muscle-bound guys, and they all have, like, tattoos of, of women they're no longer allowed to legally see on their arms. <laughs> and I have to, like, walk past them. But I'm scared of heights, so I can't, like... What I want to do is grab onto each shoulder as I'm walking. But they're, so they're terrifying. So I sort of lean down and just walk to my seat as... Uh, as gently as possible. And then you got to watch your... your Who's your favorite boxer? At the moment, uh, Joshua Fury. Watched, uh, watched Joshua. So, but you love Joshua, right? Yeah, he lost. He did. Was that painful for yeah, you? Yeah, it was really painful. But I couldn't see properly because I'm blind. And I don't <laughs> like glasses because I look like <laughs> an idiot just, in them. You're the only person I know who can't see... Like, I could wear glasses, but I don't, I don't need them. But you what need... What do you mean you could wear glasses? Like, sometimes when I'm reading, I squint a little. Yeah. 
but you need glasses to see, yeah. like, far away. I can see your face now. Yeah, that's not something to brag about, Red. <laughs> that just means you're not blind. But just. there's a lot in between not blind and, like, 2020 vision. Yeah. So I could, all I could see is, like, these fucking horrific men in front of me screaming abuse. At the, was there a screen you could watch the yeah, boxing Yeah, but on? even that was, like, straining my eyes. <laughs> so you didn't even really no. watch the boxing. And then I was You paid of, money just to be amongst people who bullied you. Yeah. And, and listen to your hero lose. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for getting your wife a bowling ball present. Okay, well, I... She likes the. Uh, she does like the boxing. Uh, I don't think she wants to do it again, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to. Tr- you have to try she- stuff. <laughs> what did you? What did you get Harriet for her last birthday? I don't remember. No, it was a, 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 just in the flow you of probably it. Probably you know? forgot. I didn't forget. And you got her a dog. No, that was Christmas. Oh, I got her a Christmas, dog. And then yeah. at her birthday, I was like, remember when I got you that dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to carry it over. Mm, no, fair enough. So let's move on to something in 1986. That everyone knows about. Um, It spawned one of the greatest TV series (laughs) I've seen in a long time. Okay. It returned a lot of land back to nature. Yeah. uh, And sadly killed thousands of people. Oh, oh, is this Chernobyl? You've passed the test. Thank you very much. Have, Have you ever been to Chernobyl? No, never. Why would I go? Isn't it still radioactive? Yeah, but people go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this big area, and people will still go in. And so what? Do people, like, you pay to go there and walk around it? You don't pay. It's not a theme park. Why don't you pay to get into Auschwitz? No, it's illegal. People do pay to get into Auschwitz, but Auschwitz is not radioactive. No, no. But, what? okay, so what, like, so, um, who went? We know someone who went, didn't we? Ian Smith went. Comedian Ian Smith. Yeah, yeah, I huh? think he did go to Chernobyl, didn't okay, he? Okay, well, we should have had him on the podcast. But carry on, Bobby. So in 1986, there was a huge uh, radioactive explosion. Yeah, see, I don't know that much about... Did you see the TV series? No, I haven't watched TV series. Why not? Because I don't... I don't... I, yeah, what, what is it going to be about? There's going to be an explosion, then they're all going to go, oh, you can't even know what, what happened, you know? You don't know what happened. Yeah. Okay, what happened then? If you'd already think you know what happened, what happened? Someone uh, at work uh, smoked a spliff uh, in Chernobyl. I don't think they had marijuana. And they unplugged the thing to plug in a kettle. And this then... is the dumbest explanation of Chernobyl <laughs> I've ever heard. And then they went on holiday. Um, okay. It was, it was the, they had a week off. And so they went to uh, the West End in London to see a show. <laughs> okay. And then uh, they woke up to a hundred <laughs> missed calls. <laughs> okay. And they they enjoyed. They watched Cats. If that was made, then that's probably what they would have watched. And then they were like, "You fucking asshole! You just killed three hundred thousand people." Is that is that part of the TV series? Yes, Red. That's what happened. So, got you. What what happens in the TV series then? It's just a great epic. It tells the story of Chernobyl. Yeah. There's an episode where they have to hunt all the radioactive animals and kill them. Really? Did that actually happen then? Yeah, it's horrible. So what's sort of like it's wolves like and horrific. stuff? Huh? Is that real then? That no, actually... I'm talking about dogs and cats. They have to <laughs> hunt family pets and kill them. Jesus. That's someone's job. But how did they survive then, the dogs and cats? Well, they're they're alive, but they're radioactive. So if they go... They're just running they, around They can ready. take radioactive energy with them. And so how did the thing actually explode? What was the mistake? I don't know exactly what the mistake was. Well, do you think they cover that in the, in the program? you think that'd be something you go, this I, is how it happened? I haven't seen it for like a year, Red. Did you watch it or did you read about no, it on I Wikipedia? No, I watched the TV. <laughs> then you'd think they'd go, oh, this is what happened. Okay, so you're telling me you remember every detail of every TV show well, you no, watch. So you watch something okay, on... what's your favorite TV show? You watch something on 9-11. You what's... don't go, oh, that's the... you go, oh, the plane flew. Yeah, we and... all know what happened on 9-11. It's pretty covered. What's your favorite TV show then, Red? Sopranos. Sopranos, okay. What happens in the first episode of Sopranos? He, uh... What happens in the second episode of Sopranos? <laughs> you didn't even give me a no, chance. No, the second episode, then. <laughs> no, but... Well, you don't remember the second episode of Sopranos? I don't remember the second episode of Chernobyl. Sopranos is about a load of events. This is about one event that caused other events. So this is... They, you'd think they'd cover what happened. Fine, fine. 
I'll look it up. You can look it up. I, I don't know if you've watched it or even if it was... If they didn't cover what happened... If they just start and go, oh, fucking radioactive everywhere. It's going to be a disaster. There's dogs. We've got to kill them. Then you go, how did this happen? Why is no one asking how this happened? It's no, a, you are It's asking. a massive plot hole. The Chernobyl disaster was a nuclear accident that occurred on Saturday, 26th of April, 1986, at number four reactor in the Chernobyl nuclear power plant near the city of Pripat in the north of the Ukrainian SSR in the Soviet Union. It's considered the worst nuclear disaster in history. Okay, blah, 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 blah. The accident occurred during a safety test on the steam turbine of an RBMK-type nuclear reactor. During the planned decrease of reactor power in preparation for the electrical test, the power unexpectedly dropped to a near-zero level. The operators were unable to fully restore the power level specified by the test program, which put the reactor in an unstable condition. Does that make yeah, you feel better? It sounds like the opposite of a safety test. Can you imagine being the the guy <laughs> so <you're... laughs> who was on Unit 4 and then trying to get, if he didn't die, this is assuming he I think die. he's dead, Red. Well, they, if he didn't, didn't die, him trying to get a job after, he's <laughs> just on his CV, it just says, uh, former chief of operations at Unit 4, Chernobyl. <laughs> so safety officer. Sa- safety officer at Chernobyl. And what's this uh, 10-year gap in your CV? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think there's any coming back from that. So loads of people died. They were cutting out some radioactive cancer, and uh, I'm feeling better now, though. I want to get back to work. He now works at Morrison's. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't think he made it. Dude, dude. Was that the sound of his heart monitor going no, off? No, that's him putting stock, putting uh, stock through the tills, just going, oh, I used to be a fucking safety monitor. That <laughs> 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 de- pesky nuclear energy. But he has got a TV show made about him. Who played him? Anyone hot? I, I don't remember who played no, him. He shouldn't be a hot guy, to be honest. He doesn't really deserve a, a hot... Not that, you know... Would you... It's human error. So let's say, Red, you accidentally... Make a mistake. And I think there's actually, it was a lot of mechanical error. It wasn't actually the people's fault. It wasn't the people's fault. Mm. It was actually the, the mechanics of the reactor. Yeah. So if if you're in a nuclear reactor, there's there's a mistake. Yeah. And radiation is leaking out. Mm-hmm. You have two choices. You can either Run. escape yourself. <laughs> yes. Done. And live. Well, I don't care what they say. Yeah. <laughs> or sacrifice yourself and save everybody. Mm. How good is my life? Well, it's your life right now. Okay. Not very good then. Not a lot <laughs> oh going. My, oh my God. Trying to start a podcast. Yeah, trying to do a podcast. Yeah, I still think I'd run. I just, <laughs> I think I would. I mean, just run. Close the door. I'd be uh, a hero. Would you what, jump on it? Yeah, get, get they probably in there, wouldn't kill you. The day. They'd probably have to kill you with the dogs after. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Why? For some, I just think you'd it, it would just you'd survive because <laughs> you're a cockroach. I'm not a cockroach. <laughs> no, I think you'd be all right. I just, I just think so. You have the genetic makeup of someone who would survive radioactivity. Are you gonna watch the show now? What do you mean? Chernobyl. Oh, Chernobyl. Yeah, I can watch it. I could watch. I just don't like the idea that they don't cover how it happened. They just start with the disaster. They do cover how it happened. Okay. Well, you didn't remember. Just because I don't remember. I've read, I watched the show a year ago. And so how would you be a hero? You just jump on the reactor and just take the, the take all the gas. <laughs> In every like disaster movie, mm. there's always, whether it's a submarine or a nuclear reactor, there's always a door that needs to be shut to stop the leaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people, but the only way for some reason that every door can be shut yeah. is from the inside. That's always how it goes, whether it's Star Trek or a yeah. submarine or a reactor. And there's always some person that says, I'll get the door. And everyone's like, oh, no, I'll get it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like I used to leave the door open when I was a kid and people go, are you born in a barn? And that that that, that at Chernobyl was, was, was a lot worse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good that you as a child weren't. No, working, why it would have been worse. Why would have ran and left the door open? <laughs> okay. So I don't know what that would have done. But so this devastated Russia and the Ukraine marked the end of the Soviet Union. Well, it's like their final act, really. Yeah, kind of bankrupt them. Was to just fuck everything. And then, uh, and then what, four years later, they're, they're, they're done. And this is me demonstrating 
my credentials for the podcast. Yeah, this is the thing. You do have a tutu in history, but whenever it comes down to explaining oh, history... Oh, I'm always a year out or two or ten years out, and it's often uh, not correct. But if you want to be a nerd and Google it and write in, you can. Right, it's not being a nerd. You spent, What did you do? for? How do you have a tutu in history and you're so ineloquent when talking about history? I was volunteering. What do you mean you were volunteering? In uh, What are you looking at? At shelter. I'm just trying to find a charity <laughs> that, that I was working for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Google nice charity. No, I don't know what I was doing. Nothing. What did you learn in university? Did you do a, a, like a thesis or something or a PhD? I did a dissertation, yeah. What was that on? <laughs> I'm just saying maybe we can do Muhammad an episode. Ali. Maybe we can do an episode on you, whatever your dissertation was, was so Muhammad you can Ali. sound smart. Yeah, it was on Muhammad Ali, yeah. Okay, and what, what did you learn about Muhammad Ali? Just he was just pretty pretty cool guy, you know? <laughs> that was what you wrote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like, a, <laughs> your said, dissertation was said, Muhammad Ali, pretty cool yeah, guy. Yeah, and just said, look, it speaks for itself. You know what? The piece of paper. But we're just just look. Ali, he does the talking, and then uh, and then handed it in. Did what? Do you remember what grade you got? On I the had essay? to retake it. It was I got twenty five percent out of a hundred. <laughs> I, 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 I've never heard of anyone doing that badly at a university. I, well, I looked it because I did it in like two days, and I looked at the. Paper How long back. was it? Ten thousand words. You wrote ten thousand words of Muhammad Ali in ten two days. Yeah, and then I went back, and when they sent me back the marked bit paper, I saw that the first two paragraphs were identical. <laughs> so I like copied and pasted wrong. So it was on a losing foot, and the lecture was so narrow minded you couldn't get past that tiny human error. Which we all make, Where you as our man in Chernobyl your... found out. Yeah, they didn't notice you had plagiarized the whole thing. No, it wasn't plagiarized. It was just I copied and pasted my same. So the first four paragraphs were the same as the second four paragraphs. Do you think you could find? Do you think you have this dissertation anywhere? I could probably find it, but I, we'll, I'd like to read it. We'll on be the in a different year by then. Um, yeah, but no. So it was. Uh, no, when we do the year of Muhammad Ali's birth. Okay, we can go into that. We can read your dissertation. Live. 1942, I believe. I might not be right there. It's, it, it, give, or, <laughs> give or take a couple of years. <laughs> give or take a few years. But um, yeah, no, it pumped up the word count, but the, the, word, count, <laughs> the word count doesn't count if the words are the same. Hi, you know? hi, hi, hi. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I redid it uh, and passed. So that's a story for anyone out there who uh, is uh, is on the floor at the moment. You can get up, you can brush yourself down, and you can win. For Anthony Joshua, for example, should take. Uh, well, he hasn't won. He lost. He lost, but that's what I'm saying. I lost at first. So, so wait, you, I you got a 25 percent mark on this dissertation, and yeah, then what happened? And then I retook it, and I passed. What was the passing mark? You had to get fifty. Did you get 50 of on course, the Of course, I passed. No, no. Well, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. No, but what it, was the passing mark? You, you can look. Was it 50? 60? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was around 50. It was, <laughs> it was closer to 50 than 60. That teacher just never wanted to see you again. No, they just said, oh, get lost. But my point is, this is actually an inspirational story. And uh, if Auntie Josh's team are listening... I can come into the camp and uh, and give him a pep talk. Listen, as a lifelong loser, I know how you feel. Yep. Uh, Joshua Anthony. Can I call you Joshua? <laughs> his first name's Anthony. Yeah, but his last name sounds more like his first name. I'd call him Ant. You wouldn't call him Ant. <laughs> little Ant. I, I don't think you want to call Anthony Joshua Little Ant. <laughs> Unless you're a lot bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, 1% of boxing is. No, I think, yeah, it would be, you'd realize you can go back and make amends and win, which is essentially what I did. What do you mean, make amends? Make amends, like go and sort out the error you made before and make it right. Oh, I see. Go back. He can go back and beat Yusuk. If I can turn it around. And rewrite your dissertation. Was, was the rewritten dissertation also on Muhammad Ali? Oh, yeah. So uh, did you just go in and delete the paragraph yes, that you had? But, basically. But then you had more word count to fill. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and I couldn't find a source for something I wanted to say, so I made up um, a fake conference that took place, and they found me out on that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the fake conference? It was like a Nordic conference, because you can sort of add citations that blur the lines so much. So you go, well, this was said live, and then 1972, there is no audio for it. So I'd said, like... The fifth Nord Nordic Combat Sports Conference, or something like that, 
And then the guy who obviously hated me so much because of the double copy-paste that he decided to, to be a little snitch and scrutinize my sources. Maybe it was just obvious that it wasn't a yeah, real it source. Yeah, it could be. But I learned, you know. And that's, that's... And what did you learn? You can always have another shot if you live in the West. <laughs> <laughs> How is it if you're not in the West? Just don't fuck it up, you know. Okay. <laughs> like they found out in Chernobyl. That was a small human error. There was no coming back. It was also it was a te- it was an error within the machine, the, the the reactor. Yeah, it wasn't actually all human error. It was a, an accident waiting to happen. But who made the machine? Well, it wasn't the guy. There wasn't well, the mechanical error is, is a human error, I think, because someone's fucked up somewhere. You know. Okay. Yeah, someone was doing NOS balloons at work when they made the the machine. Have you ever done NOS balloons? Yeah. Have you? No. How do they feel? They, do you feel like? insane for about 15 seconds and then you feel nothing i'd like the idea of feeling nothing (laughs) (laughs) well i think uh that's chernobyl covered okay so one exciting thing you know who got married in 1986 who prince andrew okay to uh sarah ferguson fergie as she's called by the tabloid press i don't did she still call that Mm mm-hmm She's, you know, she's she, always going to be Fergie. Do you think she picked her own nickname? No, of course not. They did it. Yeah, they got married. Now, 35 years later, they're still a unit. They're not married they're anymore. But they're, they're friends with a common goal, which seems to be... It's quite admirable in the face of everything. Admirable? That's the, that's the <laughs> clip you want put out? It's admirable that she's standing no, by Prince Andrew I, with what he's being look. accused of. And Prince Andrew is accused of horrific things. Yep. And you are saying... Well, that's what the va- 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 vows at a wedding, you know, in sickness and health, in the well, this isn't really sickness in tri- or health. trials and <laughs> tribulations, in sex trafficking trials yeah. and tribulations. Yeah. Well, you know, she made a an oath. I know they got divorced, which is so really, the oath is broken. The oath is broken, but one bit stayed true. You know what? Just what? her sticking by him. I don't know. Uh, look, I'm not, he's terrible. I'm sure, but allegedly, I'll say one thing: she is. A, she's a loyal dog. She is. I don't think she's completely clean herself. I must say. Why? What do you think she's up to? There was a video of her sucking on a man's feet by a swimming pool in uh, 1992. Why, why can't you suck on a man's feet? What's wrong with that? I don't know. Just it's just not good for the queen, is it? Um, for the queen? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need that. Uh, she Oh, she's the former wife. So they were divorced, but they're very close still. Yeah. So they're still close. I think they live together. Really? That's so weird. I might be making that up. Don't they live together? I'll have a look. No, I don't. They all live together. Do you know what I mean? There's probably like a big house that she still gets mailed to or something like that. that they all... <laughs> what? Well, that's what, you know what I mean? There's like, they have these fucking giant houses and I'm sure she has an Ocado delivery that just rots outside. She says she's worked as a TV personality and film producer. What film was that? Personal life after divorce. Fucking hell. So why did they divorce? We'll find out. Unable to deal with her husband's duties as a naval officer. <laughs> that's a euphemism. Which required him to stay away from home for long periods. They saw each other 40 days a year in the first five years of their marriage. Jesus Christ. So that's like once a month, is it? I didn't you do math. Wait, you think there's 40 months? No, I don't. There's 12 months. Someone do that. You, you, I don't know the mess. But anyway. It's three days a month. <clears throat> oh, by 1991, her marriage was in trouble. Uh, she found life as a member of the royal family increasingly difficult. Why does no one who joined the royal family use Wikipedia and decide they don't want to join the royal family? Because it's, it's never good. Everyone who joins and marries into it says, I fucking hate this. And then they, it just continues. That's true. But I think uh, you think maybe it'll be different for me. The Duke and Duchess of York announced a separation on 19th of March, 1992. So that's six years. They had, they had six years together. Six years together, Andrew's 40 days a year. in a civil trial, accused of whatever he's accused of. Yep. You've got to say allegedly. She's standing by him. Yes, yeah, she is, and so are the daughters as well. I mean, what choice do they have? Yeah, you can't just go, oh, this is... My, yeah. my dad's and mom's. I go and just suck it up. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they are kind of like, I don't really remember going to Pizza Express. Yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like the sort of place they would go. Like, they would remember it, though. They know. That's the thing. They know in, it's a lie. In, in defense of them, I've been to Pizza if Express more times than I can remember. Yeah, but I don't think they have. I think they went to Pizza Express if they yeah. went, which it yeah. doesn't seem like they did. Yeah, it's they like us once. going to the Bahamas. Then, you know what I mean? The, the rarity of it. Yeah, you go. I think you'd remember that time. Yeah, if you're like us and that's the sort of top end of the restaurants you go to, then they all blur into one. But um, no, I do think I think they'd remember that. Fergie's taken a lot of crap over the years when she got her picture taken of her toes being sucked by a Texan businessman. Wait, was it her toes being sucked? Yeah, she got a lot of abuse for that. She bounced back, and then um, from then she became a sort of rag doll for the British tabloids. Yeah. They hated her. Uh, Queen never liked her, apparently, I think. I mean, I just don't understand how your country cares about the royal family. I don't either. It makes no sense But to I me. guess it is just like the Kardashians. Like, it's like... Yeah, this, it's, it's our... A... It's our, yeah, ugly version of the Kardashians, I suppose. But, um, yeah, no, and then she... Somehow she got three million in the divorce, which seems a little light, if you ask me. If I was married to a prince, I'd expect a bit more. How much would you want? Well, Kevin Fedline got like 10 million from Britain. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to be in that region. Yeah. He was a backing dancer, not a fucking princess. You know, she should be, she should be looking for about in the region of 15, 20 mil is what I would be, be looking for. And then she's, some, she's now gone bankrupt. Okay. Yeah. She's in five million pound debt, apparently. He's having his own problems. He's though. having his own problems. Um, so, you know, it's, a true love story that that went bad, I think. Yeah, but six years, six good years. You know, they can look back on. We that. We don't know if they were good years. They probably weren't good People years. People say good years as opposed to like whenever someone gets divorced, they're like, "We had some good years." And it's like, yeah, yeah compared to being alone, they were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. doesn't mean of, they were like good for most people. Yeah. <laughs> he was always away during their marriage, uh, you know, 40, 40 days a year spent together because of his Navy duties. Oh, his Navy duties. Yeah, which is, uh, yeah, because he's the prince. So, you know what I mean? I, don't, I think he could call in sick if he wanted to. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how... Like, I, I don't like the royals joining the army anyway because all it does is put a massive fucking zero on everyone target on everyone who's on the ship so you got some guy paying eight pounds an hour if that back then who's now you know on a boat that's probably the most targeted boat in the world because yeah, if i was in afghanistan with harry i'd be like yeah, Can you yeah. just stand like over there yeah, maybe? yeah 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 getting racially abused by harry back in the day yeah no it's it's uh can be huge targets so you know in order to let these fucking royals feel like they're doing something. You, you you put loads of people at risk. So some posh idiot can dress up in a uniform and basically cosplay in a real war. Yeah. Which I don't think is fair. And I also think that sounds like an excuse. Uh, not that I'm saying Andrew's a liar, um, <laughs> but it seems like an excuse, given what we know now. So you think he may have been up to something untoward? I don't think every day uh, was spent on the naval ships, you know? What, I, don't, I don't think he was at sea. I don't quite even get what you're saying. What else do you think he could have been up to? Um, I think, look, I think it's very likely um, that, that, that he wasn't always on a boat uh, working. And there's a, there's a big chance that he was uh, having sex with, trafficked uh teenagers <laughs> okay i didn't think you were gonna go right i thought you were gonna like innuendo and hint around I, I it i know i'm sorry i just so i don't you know think, I, I, what, what's a, what's a, you're saying what's you a think, good innuendo for that i don't know i mean at even right now he's only being accused of having yeah, of sex with one trafficked teenager that's true in like the 90s mm. or early 2000s it wasn't it wasn't in the 80s he was only 41 as well what when? when he did it, when he was accused of doing it. Only? Yeah, he's still got a lot of mental growth to go, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was young. Oh, I see. He was only 41. No, I'm sure that'll be pulled out at some point. But well, you, th you think that'll be their defense? Just he was a... And she stood by him through thick and thin. Um, would Harriet stick by you? If you... <laughs> we don't need to go into that, Red. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you were caught on Epstein's, you know, even if you divorced, 
No! That's been, been a video you sucking, sucking a Texan businessman's toes. That, that is the only wife. That was the only wife. It, it was a... <laughs> This and is he the somehow only wife. Got bankrupt. I loved when Bill Gates got divorced. Like the, mm. the when he clearly wouldn't give Melinda what she wanted. Yeah. The next day in the media, they were like, eh, "He was hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein." You're yeah, like, "Wow, yeah. that is a prudent leak." To- yeah, been been fed that. Yeah, yeah this is quite yeah, yeah. a lot. You wouldn't want to be on that book, would you? Oh. One minute you're party at an island, the next you're uh, being investigated by the FBI. Sounds cool. Island party with a billionaire, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, I would go without knowing the, the backstory. If someone turned up so now. So you're then. saying. <laughs> oh, I'd be f- f- on the list. Not for those, but like, you know, if someone said, hey, you read, uh, you know, like your podcast, do you want to get on a plane with us to a billionaire's island for a party? I go, yeah, wouldn't you? You, you wouldn't ask. Yeah, you, I guess you wouldn't well, think I go, to ask. Is he a pedophile? Is that what you ask? Why would you ask that? <laughs> Didn't ask that about Jody when you got him to do with the podcast. <laughs> Meet Jody. Are you a pedophile? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a question that comes. No, up. it isn't at all. So you'd end up on the island. So you think selfies with Epstein? You probably do a boomerang with him. <laughs> <laughs> TikToking. Um, yeah, probably get him to invest in a film or at least some new, you know, neon sign. You think you know? so? If you met Jeffrey Epstein, and without knowing know. what he got up to, your yeah. angle would be to try to get him to be my best friend. Yeah, to in, to get us a neon sign. Neon for the sign, and at the beginning of every podcast, I go, "This was made by Jeffrey Epstein, our dear friend, uh, who runs the best parties in the world. Uh, um, <laughs> he has uh, thirty daughters, uh, all all of the same age, weirdly." Um, and he's a great man. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think we'd be uh, be in trouble. And then, what would your statement be when it came out? Say, I just seen the news uh, about my uh, acquaintance Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. who, despite what uh, my TikTok and Instagram says, and the the fifty episodes where I praise him of my podcast, um, was always a, a strange man to me. I met him uh, through Bobby. Weirdly, <laughs> well, you can't bring me to this. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we went to charity events together, and it's just unfortunate we were pictured in the same uh, rooms, um, though we spoke about three times, and uh, and it's deplorable. Is that good enough? I think it's great. Okay, thank you. I just want you a good, good statement. Do you know what else happened in 1986? Okay, what? The French high-wire artist, Philippe Petit, took a walk along the railing of one of the World Trade Center towers high above New York City on July 14th. I've seen this. I've seen the documentary. Here's the thing. Yeah? Imagine he was doing that on 9-11. Because <laughs> oh <my laughs> if he was doing it on 9-11, the first plane would hit the building and people would think, holy fuck, this is a crazy trick. The second plane would hit the building. The second plane with the building, they'd be like, this guy seems really committed to this walk. (laughs) Fucking thing is, I watched the documentary about him, and he's a bit of an arsehole. Um he 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 trained for ages, had this loyal girlfriend. The minute he did it, he got a bit of fame and he like cheated on her like ten times in two days. Have you seen the doc? No. No. He's an impressive guy, obviously. The, I think a lot if, if the thing is if he was doing that on 9/11 a lot more people would have died because everyone would have just stood there thinking yeah this is part of his trick. Yeah yeah watching it. Well it would definitely have been a good picture. <laughs> is, is, a good it, picture you think that's a good picture? No, I mean it would be a very impressive picture. Iconic. I, iconic two planes and a man with a There's a metaphor there somewhere, you know what I mean? What's the metaphor? Just walking the tightrope to uh it's not a metaphor when someone's literally doing the thing. Commerce. No, walking a tightrope is a metaphor when you use it to talk about something else. When someone's actually walking a tightrope, it's just literally walking a tightrope. Yeah, but it's like two trade centers, uh, planes fueled by anti-Western sentiment, Western entertainer in the mid. I don't know. I'm. Uh, I sound like I'm trying to sell the painting to someone who's rich. It's the- it picture. doesn't exist. No, I know, but if it did, this is me. It's like trying to do a dissertation on something, and you just don't know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, that's what I feel like. But no, that 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 would be a different thing. But yeah, no, you need to watch the documentary. He's uh, he was doing flips on it and stuff. That's pretty impressive. So you know, weirdly brought into this um, is the guy who designed the Twin Towers died in 1986. Did he? Yeah. So that's pretty good time for him to die. Why? Because he doesn't have to see. You know, there was the first bomb in '93, second bomb eight years later in 2001. He doesn't have to see that. You know, his, okay. his design. So of all the tragedy that took place, that we can at least take some heart. Japanese guy. Was he? Yeah, can't remember his name. But uh, there you go. Wow, Red. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 1986, Bobby. Yeah. Was, uh, was also a year of, uh, of revolution. Okay. Okay, and I think a few um, civil servants in our current era could learn something from this. So the Egyptian uh, military police, protesting against bad salaries, enter four luxury hotels near the pyramids, set fire to them and loot them. Um, it was holiday inns, which I didn't know were in Egypt in the 80s, which is interesting. Um, when I did my research on holiday inn, because I prepared for this, Okay. Um, interesting story about the Holiday Inn. Do you want to hear it? Okay. Okay. The guy who discovered Elvis and Johnny Cash lost both of them to bigger record players, like um, producers and stuff like that. Okay. Bigger people in the game. He had to sell Elvis for 30000 was given no choice. They had him like over a barrel. Okay. So then he discovered Johnny Cash and got ripped off for him as well by huge, huge companies. And then with the last of his money, he met some guy in a bar who uh, was starting, a, had a hotel that he wanted to try and franchise, needed the money for it. The guy invested his last bit of money into it. Guess what the hotel chain's called? Holiday Inn. Exactly. And that's quite a nice story. And did he become? He'd been fucking multi, probably nearly a billionaire. He's Is... dead now. He died in 2003. Okay. But. What was his name? Um. I've got it written down, actually. His name was Joseph... No, sorry, Sam Phillips. Sam Phillips. Sam Phillips. Died in 2003, a month after Johnny Cash. And um, lived Johnny after Johnny abandoned him. Johnny abandoned him, Elvis abandoned him, and then he put his money into... So he's clearly a man with an eye for good stuff. Yeah. And what lesson did you take away from that story? No matter how many people fuck you over um, and let you down and treat you like shit... Uh, disrespect you and your methods and your research. There's always going to be someone out there that will respect you. And if you put your energy into the right thing, you will uh, you will be rewarded. I do agree in the sense that <laughs> I can imagine you living in a Holiday Inn. Well, it's probably not. They couldn't. It's fucking like £200 a night, probably. <laughs> it's not £200 a night to stay in a Holiday Inn. I'm sure it's quite expensive. Oh, look now. I bet you Holiday Inn's quite expensive. <laughs> Red Holiday Inn's not doing her best. Aren't they quite good hotels? You think Holiday Inn's like luxury? It's not. It's a Holiday Inn. I don't know. I don't know. Do we? Even... How much? I'm just looking now. This should be. I read. £129 a night. Where's that though? Southwark. So yeah, basically near her. Uh, their motto on their things is Holiday Inn when plans change. <laughs> <laughs> So, Which, you know, is quite good for the guy who actually... Has your wife left and you still want to see the kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but that's quite good for uh, the Elvis and Johnny Cash guy. You know, it quite sums up his... His journey. His journey. How... Holiday in when plans change. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> you thought you were staying at home tonight. <laughs> nope. No, she's sleeping with her PE instructor. 129 a night. That's more than I'm willing to pay for a hotel. Yeah, that's way too much. Like on my own. If we're on a ho- it's like a vacation, Harriet will make me spend more. Like she'll want luxury, but on my own, I would never pay that much. No, I wouldn't pay that. I wouldn't pay that if I wanted luxury. I went to India, eight pounds a night. Yeah, but... And it was on the beach. That's just because you're... You know, the pe- <laughs> you're, you're ex- there's exploitation involved. Yeah, no, I know. It's not... You'd, look, you... Yeah... What isn't exploitation, you know, at the end of the day? Paying someone a fair amount of money for their work. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just pay people, what they... No, you're, you're right. I wanted to run this by you, Bobby. I think this might be our last one. What did you want to run by it's me? By, it's our last one. So the first 3D printer was sold. Okay. 
Which makes me think, because 2D printers in 2021 don't work, ever. Yeah. So what was a 3D printer in 1986 like? Probably not great. Uh, shit, I can imagine. It's a weird thing, printers, because I don't think they ever work. I don't think anyone's got one that works. I've never met anyone with a printer that actually works. A 3D works. printer. Or any printer. They're always, they jam, they're terrible. Uh, it runs out of ink, even though it's full and you filled it up two seconds. Yeah, the, the printer has been around for at least 40 years. Yeah, and no one's nailed it. We're going to no. the moon. We've been to the moon. We've Wait, been to we're Mars. we're going to the moon. We've, we've, been to, we've been to the moon. We're going to Mars. You know, we've got a vaccine. Uh, but no one has worked out how to print yet. There's been no innovations in the printing industry, is what I'm trying to say, since 1986. And the fact that they're pulling out stuff like, oh, and this is a 3D printer, to me, is a, is a case of learn to crawl before you run, because they haven't learned to crawl yet. And I don't know why it's been ignored and there has been no uh, developments. So you think they should have never released a 3D printer no, until the 2D printer No, nail the 2D printer. Before you get the 3D one. It's a waste of fucking, you know. But I just sort of, it's weird with printers because no one ever tries to get the money back because they just assume it's going to be shit. You just throw it in the garbage. We just throw it in the thing. You go, oh, but it must be the best job in the world designing printers because no one has any expectation. Of <laughs> you can just make what you want. Yeah. They probably just sit in the office getting shit-faced and uh, just drawing up anything. What are anything. we going to do? Release yeah. the same one as last year. <clears throat> and sell a million of them to schools around the world. Give it a different, give it a slightly yeah, different yeah. number at the end. XD5. Canon 823. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I find that quite shocking because, uh, yeah, as I said. We haven't nailed the first the first job that they're trying to be doing. It hasn't been perfected. So don't start uh, trying to do add-ons when you haven't got the basic product. Okay. Okay. Is that just more like that's... That's for everything. So we're kind of ending on a PSA then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About printers. About printers. Listen, don't... If you're watching and you work in the printing industry... Do better. Yeah. And if you worked at Chernobyl, you could work in the printing industry because your mistakes don't matter and no one ever holds you to account. This has been an episode of The Year Is. I hope you enjoyed it. I've been Red Richardson. I've been Bobby Mayer. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with a date we haven't decided yet, but it'll be good fun. So thank you for tuning in. Like, subscribe, hit the button below, and share with all your friends. Thank you very much. Thanks. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, and also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's, uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks to Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of The Year Is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.